Hi, this is Ricky from Air. I'm CEO here at the company, and this is a very exciting new thing that we're trying. Uh, we've been doing blog posts for a long, long time, but this is our first audio form blog. So I guess it's our first ever podcast. Uh, joined with me is Andy. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Senior Vice President of Product Innovation at Air, so uh, primarily in charge of bringing new exciting technologies into the company and new new products and services that we can offer you to to take your radio station forward. Now, I'm going to explain where we are. We're at Apple's um, developer conference, WWDC, um, in San Jose, in California, in their actual podcast studio. Yeah, it's we're, very cool looking out of it. <laughs> it's, it we're going to take some photos, so if you uh, visit our blog page, um, you should get a few snaps of the environment that we're actually in. And um, yeah, it's very, very cool to be here. Um, so we thought we'd share um, our experience of WWDC so far. But before we do that, just a little bit about us, if you don't know who we are. We're a company called Air, and you can visit us online at air.com, A-I-I-R.com. And we've been developing mobile apps for the App Store since its birth, pretty much. And our mobile apps allow radio stations to broadcast to their listeners on their smartphone devices, on their tablets. And we've actually just rolled out a huge update to our iOS app, which includes some incredible new features, uh, which includes recording a 30-second piece of audio that a listener can send directly to the on-air studio, take or upload a photo, and that also gets sent to the studio. And it's just had a completely new user interface, but also keeping the core features that our clients love, like radio feed, the alarm clock, timer, and everything like that. And Andy has been a fundamental part of that, rolling out that entire app for our portfolio of many 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 clients yeah. which has been fun it's been it's been a big project yeah and what's coming up for us um well um dare we say at an apple uh, conference we're doing our android app next we yes. started that at the beginning of the month but we'll move on quickly so um back to wwdc we saw the keynote yesterday which was I, I was in awe of that because I've always wanted to attend an Apple keynote. Um, that was my first experience of actually doing it, not being sat at home at my sofa, uh, which is really, really cool. But um, we thought we'd share our thoughts on what it means for radio and audio because there were some really, really cool things that came out of that. Um, I'm going to pick up on the big glaring thing that came out of that, which was HomePod. Uh, yeah. Apple's own speaker. So for those who haven't seen this, it's pretty much a competitor to Google's Home speaker, the Amazon Echo, and really a Sonos speaker. So I have a Sonos system at home, um, which I absolutely adore. I have one in my bathroom, so I wake up first thing in the morning, <laughs> I press play, my radio station starts playing, and it's a fun thing. So Apple are entering this market for the absolute first time. What were your thoughts on the speaker? It was very interesting seeing how Apple first um, positioned it in the keynote and, and the fact that they tried to explain that it's not specifically going into the smart speaker environment that we know currently, which is all about voice control, very specifically about apps and integrations and asking it questions and receiving answers to specific things. But it's also not going into purely just being a speaker that you connect up and it, and it plays out. And, and their kind of positioning was it's somewhere between the two in that they're using the clever onboard logic to make the listening experience fantastic. So it will measure the, um, the ambient surroundings. It works out how close it is to a wall so that it can change the way that the audio comes out of it so that the listening experience is fantastic. It's supposed to be a kind of foolproof device that you put in one corner and it will give you the best possible audio experience which you'd otherwise typically expect to be a very expensive piece of hardware that you have to have someone who knows exactly what they're doing come in <laughs> and know how to set this thing up. And that was the kind of key thing. But 
they, they then went into explaining that it does have Siri in there so that it can do some of these features that you're, you're more commonly expecting the uh, Amazon Echo to provide as well. And it's fully integrated with HomeKit as well, so it can do all of the things that you expect Siri to do that, that as part of HomeKit, so turn off your lights, put on your security cameras, all, all of that kind of stuff, can't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was very interesting how Apple positioned that speaker as a whole because they've called it HomePod, which kind of goes down the lines of you said to me yesterday with the earpods and the iPod. And that's how they really set this up when they first launched this product, that this is Apple has revolutionized music, so this is their next logical step to put a speaker inside the house. And they kept using the line of um, rocking your house, like, well, well, well that's that kind of terminology, which I thought was very, very interesting. I went to a radio conference about um, a month ago, which was the Worldwide Radio Summit in Los Angeles. And the buzzword there that everybody was speaking about was well, not the Amazon Echo, but Alexa, integration in the house. There was so much talk about um, it being the first thing that people do, and it's an opportunity for radio to, to get into. Um, how do you see that um, affecting the radio industry and, and playing a part in that? The thing that was interesting was that throughout the mention of it, we saw one tiny reference to NPR during the keynote, um, but... but Specifically, it was, it was very much about music. There was a certain element of it about podcasts. But there's very little talk about kind of linear listening, being able to listen to a live stream for a radio station. And the impression I got with the kind of limited information we've got, because we have to bear in mind this product's not out till um, the end of this year, yeah. that the way it's typically going to work with other apps and services is it'll, be, it'll work as a standard uh, AirPlay device. So you will stream another app to the device. It's going to be somewhat limited in what you can ask it to do entirely standalone. So that's going to be part of the challenge, I think, for radio. Where, where there's going to be easy wins for it is obviously going to be podcasting um, and, and potentially if they do integrate a, a some sort of third-party aggregator service like we've seen on the Alexa where we've got uh, TuneIn integrated directly into the device. So that's kind of the details that's not come out yet. It's very specifically about how that's going to work. The, the other thing that's interesting is that there was no SDK announced for it, so we don't know if there's going to be the opportunity for third-party developers to write their own apps for the device. And that's that's kind of where Alexa's got that march, and I think that's where the interest's at at the moment, is that um, it's a blank canvas, you can write that app and, and you can do something for it. And I think that's where the broadcasters are really excited about it, because they're finding new stuff to do with it. With the flash briefing, we've got this um, approach that you could put your hourly news bulletins onto it, so rather than having a, a national or international broadcaster give you world news, you can get news around the corner, because it's your local station that's providing that content. I think that's going to be really interesting to see where those opportunities lie with the uh, with the HomePod. You actually did mention AirPlay, um, and that was one of the next things that Apple announced in the keynote, that they are releasing a new version of it, AirPlay 2, uh, which for the first time ever um, gives multi-room control, not just from a Mac, but it does it from an iOS device. And this is all part of the iOS 11 rollout that's coming out in fall, autumn, later this year. What I found interesting about that is when Craig was going through the whole thing on stage is he did mention that this, this element as such would have an SDK and would be open to third-party audio apps to play. Do you think that that is a good sign for radio of that merging into what will be the HomePod to allow us to 
support our apps as such in a non-technical way to allow our apps to work in the home environment better? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing that, that anyone will ever tell you if you stop them on the street and say, what's the kind of selling point of Apple's products and services is that they've got this just works mentality that you turn it on, there's an option presented to you there. Well, one of the things we saw when the AirPods came out was everyone saying how amazing it was that there was no pairing procedure to it. The phone just suddenly went, oh, you've got a pair of AirPods, you want to connect them. I, I have a feeling that part of the refinements they've made to the um, AirPlay protocol is, is not only this multi-room audio, but it's going to be improving on that. And if you've used an AirPlay speaker already, you know how simple it is. So for radio, the benefit of that is that if you're using an app on your phone to listen to the radio experience, it's typically very simple to say, I now want to stream this to my speaker. And you break people away from having to listen to the radio content on a, on a relatively small speaker sat on the side. It's, it's full room audio. The multi-room aspect of that is, is only a, a, a boom. It's only a benefit for radio because you go from having it in one room to, to all your rooms. And for anyone who's got a large house that they want to move around, it's, it's a great listening experience. So yeah, anything that's built on these standards that are not just locked into using Apple's own music service, but allowing other people to come in and stream content, fantastic. It's it's making the listening experience better, which is which is good for radio. One thing that I love about AirPlay at the moment and excites me about audio is um, quite recently I watch video content, whether that be a breaking news story, and I can instantly just AirPlay that straight to my um, television screen, which me and my wife really, really enjoy. Audio-wise, I think for us to head down that path of integrating our mobile apps into that um, environment where you can do that in multiple rooms as well is, is a great thing because that is the one thing that really frustrates me at the moment with AirPlay is that you have to stop something playing in another room, go into another room and, and set the whole thing up. So um, that, that was a welcome addition to me. Um, the other thing I wanted to briefly talk about, and then I guess we should wrap up for our first podcast instead of babbling on forever, <laughs> is Apple Music. Yep. For the first time ever, they've announced an SDK. What does that mean for us and music fans? Okay, so uh, essentially what's been announced is that there's now going to be an API within iOS itself that lets you access more of the functionality that was previously kind of behind the wall of, of Apple Music. So it, it's actually relatively similar to what Spotify have offered for a long time through their SDK. So it will allow third-party apps to create playlists, find songs, play songs in their own app experience. It still relies on the user having an Apple Music subscription, so it's not just kind of a, a free access to all these <laughs> songs. Um, where, where I think that'll be interesting for radio is um, it, it opens the doors to doing interesting listening experiences that, that kind of acknowledge the fact that um, radio is part of a wider listening experience. People can um, do more innovation around having apps where we've got linear traditional broadcast content living alongside um, a user's own personal music collection. Uh, another thing that we've seen previously done, certainly with the way Spotify integrated, was being able to um, look into a user's music library to try and work out what music they listen to and recommend stations based on, on their existing listening preferences. So it, it's kind of going to help us do that better. Uh, other things that might be interesting to do with it are things like, I like this song that I'm hearing on a broadcast stream and it will add it into a, an Apple Music playlist. But but essentially, it's kind of it's functionality we've seen elsewhere with other music providers, but now being able to do it with, with Apple Music, which potentially is, is a, a big win for the fact that Apple kind of tie that in very heavily with the iOS experience. Andy, what else are you looking forward to? Because we're only halfway through the week, really, at WWDC. What is the, the standout session that you're looking forward to this week? So the, the big thing for me is um, all the changes they've made to iPad, which is quite interesting, both from a kind of listener point of view for uh, 
content consumption. But Apple are really trying to hammer home this point that they see iPad as being the future of computing and, and you know, it replaces your laptop. And the drag and drop functionality, all the changes they made in iOS 11 that make it work more like a desktop. That's really great also for content creators because we can see lots of things where audio apps that allow people to make podcasts and make their radio shows will be able to do much more clever things, being able to move audio from one app to the other. The demos specifically we saw in the keynote are around visual things and Photoshop and moving things around with like images and brushes and tools. But I can see that applying to filters and audio clips and beds and music and all that kind of thing. So um, finding out more about that and how that can be integrated, I think, is re- really exciting. To the point where uh, we're so excited about iPads that we, we bought new iPads yes. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, that dream is getting closer of having the studio in something that is A4 size that sits in your, in your um, it, bag. It, it's scary, but it, it's so close, it's untrue. Hmm. Well, um, any, anything else you want to add to our first ever audio podcast? I don't think so. I'm just, I'm just enjoy- <laughs> I'm enjoying the, the chance to be able to kind of think a bit more freely and not worry about spelling and punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, then um, send us a message. Uh, tell us what you think. You can find out more about us at air.com. We're on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? At Andy B with B double E. And I'm at Ricky Lee, R-I-C-K-I-L-E-E. Thanks very much for listening.